We hear stories on almost a daily basis about people being scammed online by phone, text, or social media. We all love the convenience technology offers, but it also requires us to be more cyber aware. And joining us today on South Florida Sunday with some tips to help you avoid falling victim to fraud and improve security is Kelly Starring with AT&T. Kelly, you know scammers are getting really good at sounding like real legitimate business. How can our listeners know when they're dealing with a fraudster? A lot of the questions and information these fraudsters are asking for is like, for instance, your social security number, personal account information, or payment, you know, using a prepaid card. Those are things that companies, including AT&T, would not, legitimate companies would not ask you to do. Um, And right now, they're just they're getting very sophisticated and they can seem very legitimate that there there are ways in, to notice the red flags um some of the the latest scams unfortunately are happening right now because of the coronavirus you know the scammers are, are preying on the fear surrounding the virus and they're taking advantage i think of you know high emotions right now um the scams the scammers may use emails texts or social media posts and they may look official but it's just another way to send malware through attachments or um or to the point you to phony websites and ask for login credentials so their message may promise some important information about the virus or offer protection products or ask for donation but the goal simply is to get your money your personal information, or unfortunately both. So we're urging people to only open emails from a sender that you know and you trust. And the same goes for opening attachments or following the links that may be in that email. Um, Bad guys can use files and links to install malware on your computer or, you know, to trick you into giving them, you know, information that you shouldn't be sharing. Um, Also, watch for emails that claim to be from government agencies saying they have information about the virus. Remember, if you want the most up-to-date information about the virus, you're best going to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention website or the World Health Organization. And remember, you know, government agencies are not going to ask you to wire money or share personal information through email like some of these scammers are doing. Also, ignore incoming calls and texts from numbers you don't recognize. If you do answer and it sounds like a scam, just hang up immediately. But the best thing is just to not even pick up. I don't ever personally answer a call unless it's a number I know. I figure if it's a legitimate person, then they'll leave me a voice message. I'll listen to it and I'll get back to them. But just don't answer calls or texts from numbers you don't recognize. and definitely don't share personal information like passwords, credit card numbers, your bank account information over the phone or in an email or text. And definitely do not send money to people that you really don't know. Um, and we also encourage people to regularly check their accounts um, to report any suspicious or fraudulent activity that they see and to do that as quickly as possible. So it is sad, but scammers do tend to um, prey on us in situations like we're in right now. Um, And there are, unfortunately, many more scams that are out there. Uh, Another is the the pen fraud scam. And obviously, because it is an important step to protecting our online accounts, a lot of us use um, pens to make sure information stays safe. 
Uh, but if someone calls you and they ask you to read a one-time pen that just that you've just received on your device, that right there is a flag. That's a scammer because no company, including AT and T, is going to ask you to read back a one pen that has just been texted you. That pen is simply meant for you to see that pin code. Um, so, again, to further protect yourself from these kind of scams. Uh, we encourage people to install malware protection um, on their devices, make sure it's current and it's updated, to also use that two-factor authentication. Like I, I think most of us do that nowadays where I sign into an account with a password, but I also have my account set up to require an additional security PIN. Um, and again, don't share your pen. The pen is for you or, or passwords for that matter. It's for your eyes only and legitimate companies are not going to call you and ask you to, to give you to give them your pen. So what are some of the latest scams that people should be aware of? Well, in addition to the stuff going on with the coronavirus, we have um, the prepaid card scam. And what's important to know about this one is that most companies, including AT&T, are not going to ask for payment on a prepaid card, like a gift card. And this is uh, especially true when the prepaid card is for a totally unrelated com- you know, company or service. So if someone is trying to sell you something and they're asking for payment through a prepaid card, that is a very big red flag. Um, and there are a few scenarios that they may, the scammer may use um, with this prepaid scam. So in one, the bad guy appears to have access to your account and can make real-time changes you can see and the, he also claims to be a company representative that's making these changes and then he asks you to pay with a prepaid card to qualify for a promotion so when you get your next bill it shows the full charge and there is no promotion and then you're out your money because the scammer has gotten the money or in another scenario the bad guy may send you a promo code to your phone um, while he's chatting with you, and then he finds out, you know, he it ends up, again, a scam. He basically will say, would you read back that temporary PIN number that was just sent to you? And this goes back to what I just said earlier. Never, never, a legitimate company is never going to ask you to read back a PIN number that was sent for you because that's only for your eyes. And they end up getting your money that way. Or they may scam you by sending you a text message or an email that tells you to click a link or or to call the number for a great you know deal. Um, but you know again, don't call the number or click the link. Instead, you can always call the customer service and that on the number that's on your regular bill, of course, that customer service number and ask you know is this really legitimate? Is this offer for real? Whenever in doubt, I always stress this: ask. And I can use myself as an example. Yesterday, I received a text, but it, it was weird. It was a text, but it had an email address in it, and it was from someone I knew very, very well. And then it just had a link, but no text message with it. And my first thought was, that looks suspicious. I wonder if his account has been hacked and someone has just, you know, scammers have it. So I just picked up the phone and called the person and said, did you send me a text message that had your email address in it with a link. And they said, oh, yeah, I sent that to you. It's a blah, blah, blah. So whenever in doubt, just call and make sure it's legitimate. If it's your phone, you don't know at all, then obviously just get rid of it, delete it, do, do whatever. Um, another scam uh, that's 
taking place is what they call the take a survey scam. And these scams start when you get a message that says, oh, you want an expensive whatever, whatever. In this case, let's say a phone. Um, all you have to do to claim it is fill out this simple survey. But then when you get to the survey, it asks for really personal information and account information. And again, when you see someone asking for sensitive personal information, that right there is a flag that it, it's bogus. So just again, remember, if something is too good to be true, then it likely is. So be skeptical. And if you get a message promising some you know, pricey gift for free, you know it's likely a scam. And don't click on any of your links. Don't respond to the message. Just delete the email text or however it's sent to you. And remember that most companies are not going to send you an unsolicited email or text message asking you for personal or account information. So, again, all flags that it's likely a scam. And if you want to know if you're, you know, the company is offering a bill, well, then call that customer care number um, I've done that before with Amex. I've received something in email and I've called and said, I'm afraid to even open it. You know, is this legitimate? And they've confirmed, yes, it's legitimate. So uh, just always better safe than sorry. And unfortunately, because it is tax season, that's also a time when scammers come out. Um, some of the scam artists are posing as IRS officials and, again, taking advantage of taxpayers by playing on their on their fears. Um so when they approach you, whether it's through email or, or a phone call or a text message, just remember, never give the scam artist bank account information, credit card numbers, your social security number, or any other sensitive personal information. Um, and again, be skeptical because you're not going to have agencies like the Social Security Administration um, they're calling you, asking you for that kind of personal information. Um, they'll usually contact you first. The IRS writers will usually contact you first by mail and give you a chance to resolve any issue. So you don't fall for that scam. Um, and also some other federal government agencies and federal employees, just so you know when it comes to some of these other scams, these agencies and employees will not ask people to send money for prizes or unpaid loans, and they will not ask you to wire money or add money to a prepaid debit card to pay for anything. And those are some of the things that the scammers will ask you to do. Is there a way people can see if a call coming in is a spam call or other type of malicious activity? Well, we offer something, and it's it's free app called AT&T for our customers called AT&T Call Protect, so if you're not one of our customers, I would definitely check with whoever your provider is, because likely they hopefully have a free app that will help with the same thing. But with AT&T Call Protect, it's a service that basically blocks or labels nuisance calls. Um, again, it's free to our customers. They download it as an app, or they can um, take a they can enable it by going into the security and protection features on their My AT&T app and turn it on that way. But the service also provides automatic fraud call blocking. So they basically, you'll see a call come across once it's enabled, like it happens on my phone. If it is um, a suspicious call, like a spam call, maybe that's the best way to put it, a spam call, it'll be labeled when it rings spam risk. I get some that are labeled telemarketer. So they let you know and they can also set it up to make sure that they are automatically blocked or at least labeled. So calls from anyone that is not in your address book 
can be automatically sent to voicemail. That's one of the features. Um, your calls can be blocked if you use Siri shortcuts like Hey Siri, block that last call. If it's a call you don't know the person, you don't want to get it again, you can use that. There are all opt-in features that you can enable, and that app is for free. So I would encourage people, check with your provider, see what services they offer like that, that can help you reduce the number of nuisance calls you're getting and, and help you know, hopefully block potential scammers. Kelly, thanks for sharing with us all that great advice. Thanks for being our guest on South Florida Sunday, and stay healthy. 